is the Podswoggle Network. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Swoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainments. We're actually talking about stuff that's going on right now. I'm your host, Mullet. I have two other members of the Swoggle Squad with me to finally talk some news after what's been a, a good month break for us here on Pod Swoggle. Uh, again, I'm your host, Mullet, over the Skype airwaves in his brand spanking new place in Chicago, Illinois. I don't know if he's spanking it. But it's brand new anyway. Rich? Yet to be spanked. Okay, good. Uh, uh, and, yeah, go ahead. We're talking about stuff that's actually happening right now. So feel free to not listen to this. Bank this for two years down the road. And then listen to it and to how fucking right we are about everything. <laughs> As uh, Tope did recently for uh, the AJ Styles Magnus TNA debacle. And, went and back. another one of our listeners uh, messaged us on Facebook, which I'm sure we'll get to later as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the New Day thing. That's right. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, also, don't worry. Uh, I have a good feeling. I don't know if we're going to have a lot of characters on the show, but I think retrospective Rich might have to stop by a little bit later. I mean, that's still that's still me. Yeah. So All that, those still... other people that don't exist. I mean, that do <laughs> exist. They just don't know where I live anymore. You just haven't unpacked them yet. They, uh, no, they just never will see me again. So or you, I, from you. I guarantee you that Ricky Morton is in one of your boxes. I killed all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so Ricky Morton is still alive in one of your boxes. You can't kill him, man. He is unkillable. That's true. You know why? Because he's booked. <laughs> you can't kill him. You can't kill him. If he's booked. <laughs> I guarantee you that's. Book, I guarantee you that's something Dennis Stamp has said. Uh, in New York is Tope. Uh, I think you mentioned spanking it earlier. Uh, <laughs> Wrestling sex confessions is going insane right now, probably. So uh, hopefully they're having a good time right now. For what? Site. What specifically? The certain, you know, invasion, horsemen, uh, NWO, DX, right. every single guest booker in, on the internet saying apparently happened on Monday. Uh, tough Enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a lot of good looking fitness models on Tough Enough, yeah. All right, uh, so yeah, this is it for us today in terms of uh, Swallow Squad. Widden is uh, prepping to become uh, the second member of the Swallow Squad that is uh, that is married. We'll be seeing him. What? Huh? <laughs> dumbass. Uh, speaking of dumbasses, Augie isn't here. Uh, <laughs> that was cold and catty, but he knows what he did. So, we have a lot to discuss. I have, I have a laundry list here. Uh, but I want to make sure that you guys kind of get the floor because I've been trying to follow as much as possible. I know you guys are much busier than I am, even though I'm a busy guy. Uh, what we want to start with, what do we want to discuss? Uh, well, I'll start with one thing. So I haven't been keeping up. So basically I did a crash course today and as I was doing, I'm like, I'd rather it. I kind of like how when we do news podcasts, there's like a little gimmick. It's either like Augie, what's which of these five things are true. Mm-hmm. So uh, since it's a topical podcast, and 50 Cent is topical right now because he popped bankruptcy, <laughs> um, I wrote 21 questions down <laughs> that I have for you guys. Dang, you can, a fat kid with you, cake. 
That's one, that is one of the questions, actually. So let me cross let me cross that out. Uh, I mean, I assume you're gonna have a bunch of topics that will cross out all my questions. But at the end of this show, I just want to rapid fire one sentence answers for all the questions that you we don't answer at the end of the show. Uh, or I was gonna say, do you want to just use that as the template for the show? No, I I because I think this this is pretty generic stuff. A lot of it is just quick hitters that aren't much to it. It's just my own curiosity. Gotcha. And I think we're gonna hit most of the big issues, but from your guys' list, and then if you there's little things that we can pick off of mine. But yeah, I'm just curious about wrestling. I'm I'm ready to uh, get back full time. Perfect. I... Uh, it's it's a it's a good time to do it. Uh, it's a great time to do it. Uh, unrelated, I uh, oh, oh there's the door. Okay, I feel. <laughs> I feel sorry uh, for Liz because I just found a big benefit, a huge benefit to recording from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to get up to get a beer. That is pretty, <laughs> that is pretty nice. That is great. Uh, well, I'm going to get the first one right off your list right now, Tope. Uh, I am so pissed that when I went to the Fashion Square Mall, I did not ride on those motorized animals like Enzo Amore did. <laughs> I saw them. I wanted to. Just kids all around the mall riding on him. Andrew Zankery, who will hear on next week's show for our game-based podcast, his niece and nephew rode on one. And here I see Enzo Amore riding his ass around Fashion Square Mall on, I think it was a cheetah maybe? Or like a leopard? And I didn't do it. It was probably a leopard because it's on brand for Enzo. It's true. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what the uh, that's what the, the post was. Enzo is has no gimmick. <laughs> it was just him riding on that thing. All right, so there's one off your list, up no, uh, Rich. What what do you want to what do you want to start with? What do you want to discuss? Uh, man, I watched six hours of Raw today. <laughs> I to catch up as well. And as I so, said, as, as I said in the text, if there was any time to watch six hours of Raw, you picked like the best like two or three weeks to do it. So yeah, no, it's it's definitely it was the best time to do that recently. Yeah, um, it's just a lot. It's just a lot, man. Yeah. <laughs> um. Because I watched like six plus hours. I watched like basically like three and a half weeks worth of Raw. I watched and I watched um, <clears throat> one Lucha Underground from like four weeks ago as well. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'm j- just fucking bring it at me. I can't think right now. I can't think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's um, just, go ahead, Tupper. Okay, I can kick it off. Just um, if you're going a little back, I don't know if we're going to start like with what happened this week on the battleground. But can we talk about uh, is it Beast of the East? Yeah, that that was actually the first thing I had on my list was just Brock slash Beast in the East. Um, I, I felt bad that uh, and we're going to talk about Tough Enough later. Oh, I am because you guys aren't watching it. But uh, one of the big things on Tough Enough was that Patrick, who's like everyone's favorite on Tough Enough and the only real wrestling fan on the show, woke up at like 5.30 in the morning to actually like watch the thing. And nobody else did because they're not real wrestling fans and not doing anything. And I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't even get up to watch it at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> like, I felt bad. Like, Witten, Texas, like, who's getting up to watch this? I'm like, motherfucker, that's a Saturday. <laughs> I don't get up at 5.30 to go to work. Uh, but watching it after I woke up, and you guys have both watched it, right? I have not yet. Okay. I watched it with, uh, I had, uh, I was hosting uh, RJ Mills, friend of the show. That was the uh, show he was talking about on Blank Slate, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what we watched. Um, so we watched it. Uh, we, I don't know, we were also like talking through it or whatever. Uh, I think we also may have gotten in a state before we watched it as well. Probably. Um, so yeah, so, and we, uh, we, uh, uh, the opening match with 
Neville and Jericho was very distracting because of how fucking bloated Jericho looks. Uh, I'm sorry, that was not Chris Jericho. That was the Madame Tussauds version of Chris Jericho. The same Madame Tussauds version of Chris Jericho <laughs> that hosts Tough Enough, who that we will sense. get to later on on this show. That would make sense. Yes. Um, and it's not like I'm avoiding watching Tough Enough. I haven't. I just haven't watched them yet. Uh, we put an over-under on how many suplexes are going to be in the Kofi match, and it didn't last long enough for it to get to the fucking number. Um, can we can we all uh, not use hyperbole and discuss what we thought about the first German suplex that Kofi Kingston endured in that match? He's dead. They found a new guy. <laughs> they found a new Kofi Kingston. In, in 10 years. It's like, hey, who? What, what, who's playing the new Kofi Kingston? No, that's the same one. Bullshit. Yeah, no. Kofi Kingston is dead. <laughs> I'm shocked he worked on two days later. That suplex sobered us up. I... <laughs> I did the full-blown Tim Anderson one. No! No! <laughs> Toby, I didn't even watch the show. Take the... Th- no, I'm watching it right now! Oh, my Because <laughs> <laughs> he deadlifts him, and then he just throws him. Also, I love that to, uh, to Brock Lesnar, Biggie Langston is a chicklet. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just funny. The internet is funny. We're all funny because I went back and I watched it just again. Sorry, as I'm saying this. Um, it's like, oh, it's going to be Brock versus Kofi. Of course they're going to push Kofi. No, it's going to be a squash match because that makes so much more sense. What did I fucking tell yeah, all you y'all? Know, I, I'm allowed one a year, okay? <laughs> I'm what did I fucking say? Brock just wanted to go to Japan, man. And now it is time. For the pot swaggle. Fuck you of the week! Hey, yo, fuck you, Masa Saito, for, for fucking with my money in the bank, Pickums! Brock Lesnar wanted to see you. He don't know who you is. And you too, Brad Renegans, because in 244 episodes of this podcast, it's the first time I'm saying your name. Brad Renegans, get out of here with that. Uh, Just cute. It's cute. We, you know, we have our imaginations and it's fun, but then, then reality comes in a neck-breaking suplex. Fucking every week on Raw, so I'm like, you know, this has been like a really fun show. And then Lesnar, like this week, there was like three moments in that contract signing where like he flipped the fucking table, like flipping over a piece of paper, <laughs> and then he caught, uh, he caught fucking Rollins. Like jumping at him on the outside, and I thought he was gonna ram him in the pole. He just kept going on like a diagonal angle into the barricade. It's like, no! <laughs> There's people there! Brock Lesnar is the closest thing we have to like a superhuman. He's the closest thing to like Scott Steiner for, <laughs> for fucking like, like, like the physical representation of what goes on in Scott Steiner's mind. In his mind, yes. In his mind. But, like Scott Steiner, that's all like cosmetic, and he's not actually strong. And whereas, like, Brock Lesnar is, again, like, it's a summer full of superhero movies and everything. Brock Lesnar is a superhuman. It's... Don't tell Scott Steiner that he's not actually strong. The th- sad thing is he knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I-, I fucking love him. Beast from the East was, uh, was the reason why apparently Johnny Ace is still employed. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I, I just love the, the look and the feel of it. And I knew the Japanese crowd was going to be great, like a good little yeah. like combination. Uh, I mean, it, it's exactly what the network is for. That is what <laughs> that is what the network is for. It's to do unique, cool things like that to for 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 our demographic. And then but also if, if other people want to watch and get to see something different. You're the WWE. You have that platform to do that. It's its potential. Uh, yes. It's like some of the the weird, like it's not like what it should be focusing on, but it's the cool stuff that it can be focusing on. Uh, and uh, apparently, and again, I don't really, I have to go back and watch it just because I wasn't really paying attention to these aspects. And I was talking with RJ most of the time. But even beyond like the crowd and the feel in the arena. Like apparently the commentary and camera work was also like amazing. Camera work was very good. Commentary was better in that JBL wasn't there. Saxton and Cole were just like calling stuff straight and giving real history and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They were when Cole was saying names properly, cause he messed up like every Japanese name that he said. So, Hey, maybe I have a shot. Um, <laughs> But, you know, they, they had a good rapport. They had a good back and forth, and they, they treated it like it was something that you'd actually want to see and take serious, which is not what happens 99% of the time with their actual commentary. So it was better. It was very good. Um, and uh, WWE uh, ring crew has no idea what to do with streamers. <laughs> so confused, motherfuckers. Where do we put these? <laughs> Under the ring, you idiot. I didn't know there was party cities in Japan. What the fuck is this? <laughs> What was the match that was like every match or was it just? No, it was just the the. Well, I I know there was for Finn and Owens. I can't remember if there's other ones, but the I major one was Finn. Because Owens said, "Like I don't want this crap in my ring. Get it out of here." Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the only match. Yeah, because that's also the only match because it was the title match. Well, they didn't do the title. They didn't give fucking flowers to the women's match. Which was for the title, and women want flowers. Kevin Owens doesn't want flowers. You should have taken him to like the the zoo. Like, he probably could have wrestled a panda if he really lobbied for it. He could have wrestled a fucking panda. Nah, I would have broken his heart too much. He would have teamed with a panda. <laughs> right, right before the uh, pump up power bomb, he'd be. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> Next night, leave the memories alone for a panda. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Beast Nice was great, uh, and just having Brock on television has been great. Uh, also, just watching, just watching, like when Brock Lesnar came back, like in your mind, you had to have a list of all right, he's going to work with Cena, he's going to work with Triple H, and all those people. Never once did Tyler Black enter my mind of <laughs> the people that Brock Lesnar would be working an extensive program with, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that Seth Rollins hasn't been blamed for their worst ratings in 17 years. Non-holiday or whatever. Because yeah. he's because he's been doing everything that's been asked of him. Well, yeah. I mean, so is everyone else that's ever been blamed for ratings, though. Well, true. But, yeah. He knows how, he knows how to play the game, and good for him. Yeah, it's... Yeah, if I play the game, I mean, you know, tongue punch someone's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you already said his name. Why are you, why are you not going to say it now? <laughs> no, but that's like the backstage phrase for it. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, yeah, so I mean that that storyline has been has been great, um, and I'm looking forward to. It's weird. The, it's weird. The battleground is this Sunday. Yeah. Um, but it should be it should be a really good show. Um, 
Rich, from watching the past three weeks, something I want to pitch to you, uh, I've been noticing recently, or just wanted to get your opinions on. Uh, from where it was to where it is now, how are you feeling about Owens? Well, he's assimilated as kind of like a full-time guy now. Yeah. Um, and so I like that. Um, the Especially watching it all in one day, the coming out challenging and then somehow getting out of it got a little repetitive. But that was just, I think, because it was all just... I fucking saw it all today. Um, and also, it was uh, a little bit of killing time in that they had a bigger gap between pay-per-views, I feel Five like. weeks. Yeah. Uh, I like the... I like he's got his own, like, lower Tron thing now. It's not just the NXT logo. Mm-hmm. Um, so presentation-wise, I like that. I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm still... I mean, he's, he's rolling. I'm going to be interested in whatever he does with whoever he does it with. Oh, absolutely. I, I was more so talking... Kind of what you're talking about is, like, the he's kind of been stuck on the treadmill for the past couple weeks until getting his pay-per-view match. But also I've seen a little bit of murmurs of like, Oh, he's just another chicken shit heel. And then, but it, with him, I, I feel that's another level in terms of that's just part of his deal. Yeah. I mean, like every one of those moves, you could sort of justify because he has the match coming up. Like yeah. he did partake in that, that triple threat. For like 15 which, minutes. Yeah. Uh, until he's just like, you know what? I don't fucking have to. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's, I know it's also kind of helped pave the way for, you know, Cesaro's annual push. <laughs> <laughs> the 25th annual Putnam County Cesaro push. <laughs> um, you know, uh, it's paved the way for uh, uh, Rusev to finally stop breaking his mother mother's heart and start wearing some shoes. Some hashtag shitty little boots. He put some shoes on his feet. He's uh, wearing like boots. Shoes. Yeah, because he he legitimately fucked his 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 ankle up. Tope. See, Tope, he stopped wrestling. Stop watching wrestling consistently, and Rusev's wearing fucking shoes. This is like reverse dog. Cody's knee pads for oh, me. Dog, <laughs> you missed so much about Rusev. Let me tell you what you've missed about Rusev, dude. What do I miss about Rusev? This is what you missed about Rusev. He started wearing shoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he started repping Bulgaria again. Good. Like, repping it hard, like every day. <laughs> this is future segment potential, but go on. <laughs> and now, now he's rolling with Summer Ray. Wait, what? Hold on, stop. What? Yeah, it's him and Summer Ray now. Like they yeah. paired them together. But why? But why get it from Rich's mouth when you can get it from her mouth herself? <laughs> oh, not here. She doesn't know where I live. Well, oh no, she here. absolutely does. Cause I need to know three facts about Rusev. She's hanging out with him so much. Fuck you. She's riding the Rusev pole right now, fucker. <laughs> All right, Rich. fine. I'll I'll be I'll send her a page. What do you want to know? She needs to come on the show to talk about three facts about Rusev. She's hanging out with him all this time. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some array with three historical facts. Send that up carrier pigeon or her brother. <laughs> hey, why wouldn't you let me in for so long? Because I hate you <laughs> and you never go away. That's okay. I got a boyfriend now. Hey, Bye, boys. Hey, Summer. How are you? How long have hey, you been sitting? Go ahead, Tope. No, saying hey, Summer. Hey, Tope. 
how long have you been standing outside that door? Five days! <laughs> <laughs> You're like Rick Rude in 97. You were at Raw and outside of Rich's apartment at the same time. I'm impressive. <laughs> there you are. Well, I hear you got a new boyfriend and you got more TV time, so I'd love to know three facts about uh, – you can choose either three facts about Rusev or three historical facts about Bulgaria. Here are three historical facts about Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> You're a horrible girlfriend. Go on. Go. <laughs> Bulgaria was once part of the Ottoman Empire. <laughs> The capital of Bulgaria is Couch. (laughs) (laughs) And Bulgaria is historically known for its ladies. (laughs) Those Bulgarian ladies. You'll meet them. And I hope I'm not threatened, but I'm not, because I'm confident. You are. You've been taking it to Lana. Yep, I took it to her face. No comment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Summer Rat, we're just going to kick you out any second. So we'll see you next time, all right? You have you take care of yourself. I'm going to leave of my own volition. Bye-bye. End. <laughs> <laughs> see, Rich, she's an integral part of the show now. Hierarchy. Would you rather have Russo come by? Would you rather have Ricky Morton come by or would you rather have Summer Rae? These are the fucking things I do for you guys, okay? I know it is. I know it is. We appreciate it. What's next? Well, I want to, Well, we're on the subject of Rusev. I, I want to... He fucking killed it on Monday in terms of first match back from an injury, working 30 fucking minutes. And also just the whole, the whole time, the, this thing with Lana, he has fucking... He's been great. He is the shining light out of that shit show of an angle. Yeah, and he's that, been fantastic. He's, he's a, a like a good actor. He cuts a really good promo. He's hilarious. <laughs> he's fucking funny. Uh, and they also did like a great job of keeping him relevant and on TV while he's been hurt, which they don't do for everybody. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I, so I, I'm very happy with that. Dolph Ziggler, on the other hand, uh, Whoa, man, keep getting them checks, Dolph. <laughs> keep getting them checks. I mean, he's going to because now right. he's. Exactly. Yeah, he's going to. And also, he's getting a WWE movie, so good for him. Uh, yeah. I love how, like, at the drop of a hat, people have just turned on him online. There's so many people that are just like, man, fuck Dolph Ziggler. And a lot of it isn't unwarranted. You know, but also, it's just been the way that he's been presented. But, like, he somehow is, like, worse at promos than like he ever was and he actually yeah. at a point was like really good well i feel like he's one stop trying uh yeah. two gotten really into motley crew out of fucking nowhere and that's weird <laughs> and megadeth and then megadeth spelled correctly yeah and three legitimately focusing on his stand-up career <laughs> which from all accounts is terrible oh oh i i i fucking believe that wholeheartedly uh although apparently uh, he had Jimmy or Jay, I can't remember which one, open for him one night, and he was apparently great. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, I was going to bring this up later, uh, but just we talk about Dolph and talking about Jimmy and Jay and comedy and Rusev. Have you guys watched Up, Up, Down, Down yet? Not yet. That? I've seen uh, people post little clips here and there. 
but it's it's a uh, uh, Xavier Woods Austin Creed's like gaming YouTube show. Yeah, which WWE like it it's the new Z True Long Island story basically, but and it's got like its own channel. It. Yeah, well they they produce it. Oh, they now. do produce it. Yeah, from what I understand, huh. they do because it's like a partnership with whatever gaming website or anything they're they're working with. Uh, there, I watched all the gamer gauntlets uh, in Ohio. Uh, I, I caught up on a lot of stuff late night in Ohio. Uh, they're all fucking hysterical. It's it's uh, Kofi, Xavier, Us, uh, Sandow. Just still, st- he's trying even on that man. <laughs> God bless his beating heart. <laughs> um, Mr. Miller, Heath Slater. If you want to see Heath Slater get the shit beat out of him, it's something that isn't wrestling. <laughs> Just watch all those. Uh, and Rusev was on the most recent one, and he's he's adorable. It's great. And also, uh, Tope, I hate to tell you this, but also on these videos, Sasha Banks' boyfriend. I mean, this, I didn't sign anything. Th- this will make you I feel didn't better. Papers. This will make you feel better. He's a seamster for the WWE. You know, you know, you know how many times you heard the word seamster because they're normally seamstresses. Yeah, he's a seamster. <laughs> I can't help but think of like no, that's, that's like if they're unionized, they'd be the seamsters. Uh, yeah, no, I was thinking in my head too. It's <laughs> uh, a great gimmick, by the way. The seamster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is uh, yeah, that is a WCW 1999 gimmick. The seamster. Yeah. Uh, also, he's the same guy that got a trout in NXT and passed out in the middle of it, so they didn't air it. <laughs> By all accounts, this guy's great, Tope. And now, it is time for the pod swoggle. Fuck you of the week! Man, I'm 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 happy for her. I'm happy for her. I'm, I'm happy, guys. I'm, I'm happy, okay? Move on. <laughs> No, we're not, we're not. no, no, just let him go. Let him, let him go. Let him, okay. let him spiral. Let him spiral. I'm doing it. I'm it's like, okay, she doesn't want to be with me. I'm going. Fine. <laughs> like, I, like, I wouldn't tap that, okay? Like, I wouldn't ruin her life. She'd be crying to her mom and her dad. Fuck you, Sasha Banks. Oh, no! No! <laughs> no! Don't say anything. You can't take that. No, you are. I just want to be loved by someone. Please? <laughs> <laughs> like all you we live in the same city well not anymore now you're traveling around because you're on the big show now but well not the big show she's fucking would, the big show I would destroy him <laughs> I know you want to fuck the big show fuck you big show <laughs> This is the complete deconstruction of a human being. <laughs> oh, God. This is I'm... already the fuck you of the week that I can't wait to hear on the compilation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking Warrior 91 right now. Just fucking out of control. Fuck you too, Warrior. <laughs> Rest in peace. I love you, baby. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, so yeah, so watch Up Up Down Down is what I was getting at. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching it right now. It looks really funny. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Uh, definitely watch the. Uh, it's like twenty minutes, but Kofi and Xavier Woods playing FIFA. <laughs> uh, Co- Kofi is fucking the best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's awesome. 
Uh, so watch out um, for those. Uh, Rusev and Dolph, we talked about that. Go ahead, Rich. Well, last thing with, uh, while talking about Rusev and relationships, uh, I'm just glad for Rusev doing well because of that shitty story that came out a few weeks ago about, like, why they broke up Rusev and Lana. Oh, because did they break up in real life? I didn't see that. No, 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 no. Uh, apparently the story was Vince uh, gave the mandate to break up Rusev and Lana because he doesn't feel like that in real life someone that looks like Rusev should be able to be with someone that looks like Lana. And they, and they bought and a house. put them go. up on, on TV to hopefully drive a wedge between them off screen was the story. Dirt I, sheets, dirt sheets, dirt sheets. Yeah. Um, uh, but still, uh, it's just like, like so this, that's the, the sheetiest story, like, fucking ever. Well, hey, man, it's not like that he ever broke up Kidman and Tori. Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there is a track record. But then he put her with Tajiri. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is Dolph Ziggler's Tajiri. Exactly. Although, Vince, Vince doesn't know. Did you see the Gail Kim story? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I love the reaction to it. Just like, yeah, what the fuck do you expect? Yeah, come on. Hashtag Mr. Chow's Asian Beaver. <laughs> That's for you, Wade. That's your wedding gift. <laughs> I mean, just imagine showing Vince proofs in fartbrazil.com. Oh. <laughs> the, man hates, the man hates sneezing. <laughs> yeah, but imagine how much it'll make Jerry Briscoe throw up. <laughs> Oh my god, he would drown in his own fucking puke. <laughs> oh, we have to make that happen before we die. They need to hire us backstage just to be the non-televised version of Swerved. Yes, which I have on my list as well. Uh, yeah. it, it's just a, a cute little show, man. It's, it's cute. It works. It works. It works. It shouldn't work, but thankfully they have like the best guy to do that show with them. And he's yeah. like putting some input into it. And just seeing uh, people like be themselves like like actually their true selves like yeah. be it fun loving or just a dick or seth rollins <laughs> or alex riley but yeah oh, oh don't go. uh i love the 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 dichotomy of barrett like as soon as he was like fuck i was a dick back there i am sorry yes. and we're all just like ah oh, come on <laughs> whereas uh uh barrett's uh, interview on that uh, Renee Young show or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. Uh, that's, a, uh, that's that's a great interview. It is. It is. It, they're really good when she doesn't interview fucking the entire cast of movies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Swerve, I think, is my wife's all-time favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> she cries with laughter at this stuff. I. I. And she's watching Chris. He knows best right now. So. Uh, well, please, please keep watching and listening to Married with Movies, despite those opinions. <laughs> Is that? Are you talking to, to us? No, or? I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> okay, so I can stop listening then? Yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> Listen to Space Jam and that's about it. Okay. Uh, all right, so we touched Swerve. Uh, well, we we talked about... Tope, can you talk about Sasha Banks in a, uh, in a decent light right now? Oh, absolutely. We're okay. fine. We're fine. We're Good. fine. Good. Fine. Uh, yeah, it happened, finally, after... Weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, thoughts on thoughts on how it was done. Did you see it, Tope? I've I haven't seen the segment yet. I've seen like gifts, but not the actual like beginning to end or any of the build up. Apparently, Alicia Fox is the Bella now. Is she yeah. like Devon? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're gonna get Dance with the Bella and uh, Big Dick Bella <laughs> any any week now. Yeah, she's well. Like the page was like trying to get people to join her side, nobody would. And then Alicia just straight up was like, "I'm with them." It's like okay. So yeah, she's a uh, uh, Paige and Alicia Fox had a, a fucking awesome match on Raw a couple weeks yes, ago. Yes, they did. Week of the week. And I will take this bullet. Whoa, Black Bella, bam, blam. Whoa, Black Bella, blam, blam. I regret nothing. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the match is like Paige has been good. Hold, holding it down. Yes, uh, I, I have other opinions on Paige, but again, that's going to lead to tough enough later. Um, I, I've been fearful this whole time that when it happens, like I feel like she's going to get past really quickly, even in that one little beat. My biggest complaint was is I hate that they involve Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> that was weird and awkward and forced, and like I hate how... Whenever she's dealing with diva stuff, aside from last year's SummerSlam, she's supposed to be like babyface owner or whatever. And then also, she's like on another like I get it that she's the owner, but she's like always on like another fucking echelon. Like no one can like cut in. It's kind of like she's the female Triple H. Like wow. somebody was already saying, like I can't wait to like for her to like impede with Sasha Banks, and she's trying to do the boss shit. She's like, no, I'm the boss. It's like that's gonna fucking suck, and I see it happening, and she just didn't need to get involved. Like she just, oh, I, I think that's the most she's gonna be involved though. I think like that's it. I think it's just she just brought him out, and she's gonna go back to as much involvement as she's had the past six months. I think so too, but I, I hate the implication that she had to get involved for them to come up. Like it couldn't have just been like an independent thing of like standing up at arms about what's going on. Like she had to be the ones like, I'm bringing these people here and I'm the reason that this is happening was yeah. kind of the vibe that I got from it. So I, I don't know. I mean, everything else is great. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I already love seeing how like, every, like look, Nikki Bella has, how, got, has how, gotten pretty good. <laughs> But you love seeing how outclassed everyone else is. Immediately. There was like two or three cells by like Tamina, Nikki Bella, and Naomi each. I'm like, oh, fuck. They put them on separate teams so they could work with each other. <laughs> they, didn't put them, they didn't put them all as one because they're like, fuck. They're going to get like, I mean, and they're not going to be bad matches. But they still, like, they staggered them a little bit to like make up for the fact that the others. <laughs> well, I'm just like, you know, um, like personality wise, like Sasha Banks makes sense being with Naomi and Tamina, Naomi and Tamina. Yeah. Um, and, you know, same thing with like Paige and Charlotte and uh, Becky. I wasn't expecting Becky. I was expecting the other two. I wasn't expecting Becky. That's that's why I said all of them. And then I realized almost all of them because poor Bailey's hand Bailey. is broken. And yeah. Bailey's not ready. I mean. No, for- I mean, but she's going to it's, it's going to be good for her and that she's going to be. The top diva, the top woman now down she's in the NXT. She's going to step it up, yeah. Uh, she's going to have to step it up, and she's going to have to step it up for a depleted now women's roster. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't see Sasha and Becky still leaving for a couple months. It's still going to be a few months, but like past those few months, you're going to be left with Bailey. Great. Uh, next, for me personally, you're going to have Alexa, who's still – Got a lot of potential, but very, very green. Yeah, she's green as green as shit. Um, and then next, oh, uh, I realized that Dana Brooke sounds like 
Cecily Strong's drunk girl that you would all want to talk to at a party. <laughs> she is a uh, <laughs> oh, she is horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is horrible. I'm glad that Sasha Banks called her Miss Piggy because I'm going to feel much better thinking that. Because I, yep. I think it was like really sexist. I'm like, come on, man, it's just the way she looks. It's like the Angelina Love thing, you know. And then someone pointed out, I'm like, okay, good, I can think that now. She's fucking looks like Miss Piggy. Yeah. Um, and she's also got like the fucking Baron Corbin thing with that crowd being like in that live experience where like for some reason fucking 75 of them people fucking love her and it's just like ruining it for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I guess the next best would be Carmella, but still also green as fuck. Well, Emma, Emma's technically just <sighs> NXT, yeah, which is yeah. good for her, but right. And it's going to be good for that division. And but. She's, the, she's the blandest one. But I, I feel from them coming up, some of the other girls they've been showcasing in just job matches, kind of like how Sasha and Becky started, will start getting like Jesse yeah. McKay and stuff like that. They yeah, have, there's that one that was pretty good. I can't remember. Her yeah, name. I think it was Jesse McKay. Um, okay, that's probably the one. She's yeah. really good. Um, and uh, maybe they'll eventually, I don't know, sit blue pants down and have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. She's only getting interviewed for Rolling Stone. You know, nah, we don't need to lock her up or anything. Yeah. Uh, and seriously, they need to fucking sign Tessa Blanchard, like, ASAP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I am cautiously optimistic for it. It was a great moment. Uh, I'm glad the crowd, the entire Atlanta crowd last night was fucking killer. They were on point. They, were they fucking, they... I feel like that moment would have gotten a fine reaction anywhere else. But for whatever reason, Atlanta was just like about it. Hey, man, WCW, they're still alive. <laughs> yeah, because WCW had all that great women's wrestling. <laughs> hey, 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 Medusa and Oblongata. Who'd you say? <laughs> Medusa Oblongata. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> And and it's Atlanta, so you have, you know, obviously they're going to pop her flair, and I'm pretty sure Nikki fuck Lex Luger at some point. So. <laughs> at the Gold Club. <laughs> Actually, if you squint hard enough. Oh, no, she's probably a child then. Shut up, Mullet. <laughs> no, I'll say it. Nope, never mind. <laughs> and, you know, there's an Ireland, Georgia. <laughs> for, for Becky. No, it's, it's, it's. It's what we've been waiting for, and hopefully it. Hopefully Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn have to take a very long piss break for the next like couple years, in terms of women's wrestling, and everything will be fine. Uh, what else here? I got so much still. Um, well, we talked NXT. Is there? I mean, Finn's the champ now. I'm excited for him. I I would have lost serious money if he told me Owens got called up before Finn. Not that I'm angry about it in any way, but I'd, I'd love to see what Finn thinks about that. Uh, it, it's it's all fucking relative. Like, like the like, it's only going to be an, another matter of months for him. True. Like, you know, for for Owens, it was just time. It made sense. They, you know, especially with. Rusev getting hurt, and that was already over anyway. And but Sammy, like, and Sammy getting hurt too. And Sammy getting hurt, like pretty much half the people, half of of uh, Owens's eight feuds were injured. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was just his time, and like you know, there was a, a perfect spot for him. It just, and all the reports were that like, 
all those guys that got signed around that time weren't going to be staying long anyway. But Owens was the one that was going to be like most fast tracked. Yeah, I remember that. I, I remember that. I, I always just assumed that Finn probably uh, had that too, just from how high he was in terms of internationally, as opposed to as opposed to Owen. Um, and also, in all honesty, that wasn't even going to be Finn's moment. That was going to be Hideo. Right. There, right. There's... But at least Finn had the history over there. True. Yeah. I mean, it, it worked. The, the glove fit no matter what. But you know, for it was so sad to see him stay. <laughs> In that crowd, I mean, everyone except Tope was probably really sad about it. Uh, he's he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what else you digging with NXT? Tope, are you watching NXT? I I'm, well, I'm going to start because I might be dropping eighty bucks this weekend for front row tickets at Barclays. Do it, do it, dude. You're gonna have the greatest. Remember how much fun you had when JTG came out for the dark match at TLC? That was so dope. Yeah, <laughs> there's a Brooklyn chant. It's gonna be like that, but without JTG. <laughs> I mean, if Sasha's there, sure, I'll go. I'm sure she'll be there. Well, the main event's already Finn and Owens. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm. Like, a lot of rumors, not rumors of people who were talking up her were like, oh, it's going to be in the Hammerstein, because that would have been insane, and tickets would have been, like, 100 bucks each, And but, I mean, I just hope it's not too big for its own good, if that makes sense, because I, I like the in- intimate nature of it anytime I watch it, and I don't want it to be, like, full fucking Barclays Center, and you have nosebleed tickets, but from the price range, it feels like it's going to be a smaller... Like lower bowl only. Yeah, they're they're gonna do a half, I think, or just like you said, lower bowl. And they're they're doing the smart thing. It's like PWG, fucking. They could they could do bigger shows, but there's something about that fucking dingy hall in Merceda that makes it intimate, and it's a hot ticket. So that's exactly what NXT's got the same mindset and on a bigger scale. Um, and it's great. Rich, who else, who else you digging in NXT right now? Anybody you can think of notable besides the usuals? Um, yeah, aside from the usual suspects, I'm trying to recall. I mean, I've done a, I, I, as we all should, have done a complete 180 on Bull Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean this, I mean this in the best way possible. If anybody, Rich, you should definitely have done a 180 on Bull Dempsey. Yeah. Uh, it's called finding your voice. Still and giving you, has, still giving your dad hope to this day. Uh, still giving me hope, bro. Fucking, that's 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 my gimmick. There, there are so many people that hate that, and I'm like, fuck that man. This guy realized this. That was his yeah. idea. There's no way it wasn't. Yeah, no, fuck those people. Cause yeah, Bull Dempsey <laughs> versus a vending machine gets my money. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that's where the match starts. The vending machine won't take his. Exactly. Uh, that's better writing than half the other fucking... That's better writing than King Barrett versus King What's Up. Yes, that is. Much. <laughs> what's that? Yeah. Slow. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, what did you say? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Wade Barrett and R-Truth have been in a feud pretty much ever since the king rang about who the real king is. Uh, and R-Truth's King What's Up. And he comes out with like a plunger. I mean, Archer is hilarious. Don't get me wrong; he's he's doing the best he can with all this. Uh, but yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, that's fine. That's you, everyone wanted mid card feuds, and now we're like, oh, but not that one. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, yeah, we are getting some great mid-card feuds, but you're right. That one is just, come on. Come on. You picked the wrong. You picked wrong. I'm like, all right, well, how about the main event feuds? Well, how about Sheamus and Randy Orton? Oh, God, what? <laughs> They're still here? Well, that's what SmackDown was for. <laughs> I want Sheamus to defend Tope later on. But, uh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Sheamus is going to be on the show. He's going to defend <laughs> Tope's heartbreak from Sasha Banks. Um, who else? I... You want to talk about, uh, you know, Finn maybe being sore about Owen getting called or Owen's getting called up first. Fucking I, I really feel for fucking Tyler Breeze. Like yeah. he's he is he's been in the oven too long. He is done. He's well done. And it's just a matter of what do you have for him? Right. I know that's, that's the same thing I said earlier. Um but he's fucking way more than ready. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I have. I, I'm. Uh, Corbin's okay with me. It's just it is what it is. Uh, it, hopefully he'll be there for another like two years. Uh, I hope Mojo Riley and Zack Ryder get hit by a fucking truck. <laughs> uh, and I hope it's a party truck. And I hope it never stops. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's whatever. It's fucking good for them, I guess. Oh, I'll uh, tell you. I'll tell you who I'm amped for uh, this week. I I am so. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. This doesn't count because it's his actual catchphrase. But I am ready, willing, and Gable. He better be fucking great. He's supposed to be fantastic. Like a lot of angle comparisons. Good, because with as much as they've been doing this thing, and as not great. Of a speaker as he is. He's okay. I like him. He's, But he's not great. He's better than Jason fucking Jordan. Well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe them putting Jason Jordan in front of me because of this guy for so much. He better be fucking amazing. Yeah. I, like, I, 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 when they finally fucking like said, like, yeah, let's team together. I, that's exactly what went through my head. It's like, all right, you better fucking like blow my dick off because I, I already don't like you. Speaking of not blowing dicks off, how about Samoa Joe? Oh, no, he's fine. I'm watching Samoa Joe matches on WWE. I still get a smile, but I don't. I, I don't know. Well, one, it's he's past his prime, <laughs> so like that's their fault. Uh, but while he's also in like probably the best shape he could possibly be in at this point in his life, true. So like. We, you know, just playing the 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 hand that you dealt. Uh, which, by the way, your guys' fucking blank slate on Topa your trip out to Vegas for World Series was amazing. <laughs> I just tell you guys that, yeah. Thank you. But Thank uh, you. Uh, at this point, I'm just kind of like, you know, coping and dealing with eventually going to be losing all these guys that we love right now, and then just you know biding my time until Uha debuts and. Uh, they finally signed Rich Swan and Gargano and Gulak and Busick and the and and, and the the rest of WWN. Uh, oh, that's right. Like, have they fought them yet? <laughs> sort of. I don't know. But uh, like, don't hold they your breath on put Gargano. On a good showing, apparently. Don't hold your breath on Gargano, even though he got well, the tryout. Yeah, and he did well. I thought I heard. I did, but apparently in the in the tryout that he did, like. He definitely didn't shine above like the other five names I already said. Well, he'll be fine, and he's gonna have to do something now that his girlfriend's dead. 
<laughs> oh yeah, rest in peace. Uh, since the last podcast, we had a couple losses, of course. Uh, American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and Candice LeRae uh, are both deceased. Uh, one because of Cedric fucking Alexander. Is that like the best bump ever? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. It's pretty close to fully up the cell. I think I'd put it above it, though. <laughs> it's so damn good. Uh, also, I was going to make the joke, Rich, before you brought her up, that uh, one of the things, apparently, in the tryout that uh, he fell behind at was the cardio test. And I'm like, well, you're banging Candice LeRae all night. You know, your cardio is going to be a little little, little shabby. Because <laughs> uh, what, what, who's Drew Gulak having sex with besides Quack? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, I don't give a fuck about Chikara no more. <laughs> oh, I got tickets to them in October. Oh, you do? Good. Good. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on, so don't even bother. No worry. Augie's not on the show to fucking ask you. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I know is, who's the other King of Trios team I told you about? Oh, the Lucha team? Oh, yeah. But yeah, there's a Bullet Club team. There's a BWO team. <laughs> and there's going to be a Lucha team. Uh all right, well, let me, hold on. I did, we just jumped around so much on my list. Fuck, I got so lost. Uh, King of Trios, done. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's all I need to know. Uh, we talked about the tryouts and all that. Oh, but it leads me into sad. You've seen all the Chucky e. T stuff, right? No. So, uh, so Chuck Taylor had a tweet, I don't know how long ago. It was like, hey, guys, if, uh, if you want to come see me wrestle in the next few months, I do it before I retire. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. And then he and then like he just released like a shirt that's like the Chuck Taylor retirement tour shirt. No. Hashtag Dustin checks out. <laughs> Which is gold. Yeah. Uh, and I know he was a part of that tryout. And a- according to like reports I'd read, you know, like Gulak and Busek were the top two. They're looking at Swan. Uh, and like they liked Chuck Taylor, but like they weren't like gung ho about it. So there's either one of two feelings on this, is that he got signed and he's just doing this to, like, say goodbye to the Chuck Taylor name, which he's hated since forever. Yeah. Or he's just like, well, they're, you know, they said no, and I'm just never going to make it there. So what's the point? I have a college degree. I might as well just fucking quit and use it. Mm. And I can totally see him being that kind of guy. And he can work for fucking high spots and do all his funny videos, and they're all fucking great. Uh, so yeah, so I, I'm hopeful because he's not getting booked anywhere either. He hasn't been booked for PWG in months. He hasn't been booked for Dragon Gate or Evolve in months. Like a lot of it kind of adds up. Hmm. So I'm I'm hopeful I'm wrong. I but, hope I hope so as well. Yeah, and also Trent's doing everything else and the fucking mm, oh I'm sorry we're about to get to the TNA GFW portion of the show. Uh, had to do it. We had to get there. I know, we we'll get s- there. But, like, on these fucking first GFW shows, he's, like, fucking jobbing the Jigsaw in six minutes. Like, I like Jigsaw. He's a good kid. No. <laughs> that makes no... F- and him and Trent are jobbing, like, random fucking Nashville tag teams. Yeah. And it's just like, whatever. Uh, yeah, PWG's uh, so cool that Sofia Vergara goes there now. Uh, and I, I want to convince Augie that Super Dragon is a really cool dude. <laughs> because I really feel like we could get Super Dragon to be Augie's next new Jack. <laughs> is, is, uh, I saw the, the Mount Rushmore 2.0 shirts. Is, like, Super Dragon, like, back or a thing? Yeah, or yeah. 
he came out the last PWG show. Did you watch that whole video on? They didn't release a, a DVD preview yet, but they released the end of the last show, which is like that mm-hmm. whole nine minutes. No, the, I didn't watch that. Watch that. Okay. <laughs> and you'll you'll get a good idea. Uh, also, yeah. Oh, can you? All right. Before we hang up the call, I'm gonna listen to you watch it. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Just because I want to hear your reaction to things. We'll do it later. Yeah, we'll do it at the end. Uh, yeah, Bola's going to be sick. Don't remind me. We'll get the Lucha later. Uh, hey, Tope, go to go to Bola. <laughs> go. I can't. No. Go with Rich to Bola. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no, I have to go. You guys are on, on assignment. You guys have to go to Bola for the show. Wait, how come you're not going? I can't. I'll probably be moving that week. No, you're not. Come on. Bullshit go to Bola. I, I'm sorry. Drew Galloway is going to be there. You love Drew Galloway. Elimination Chamber 2011. <laughs> <laughs> That's Drew McIntyre. <laughs> it's it harder and harder to remember that. Oh, yeah, Rich, I know you saw Galloway finally lost the Evolve title. Uh, Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, you told me about that. Oh, I did? Okay. Oh, that's right. It's sad. I was like, I missed, like, again, I was in fucking Ohio and missed, like, the best Evolve show ever. He lost uh, both of them. Both of them. Well, yeah, it was for both titles to Thatcher. Yeah. So. What happened the next night? Uh, they only had like four matches, <laughs> so okay. the show I actually definitely would have gone to wasn't as good as the as the Ebor show because they split it with FIP. So it never is though. The Ebor shows are always fucking fire. Oh, absolutely. Um, all right, so we discussed that. Uh, ugh. Ugh. All right. DNA. GFW. We, we have to do this. It was all a work, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, we've already had like four on this show. But, Rich, when w- you let me know when you're ready to complete the trilogy, if you want to do it right now, if you want to do it some other time. Really bad note to fucking start living with a new roommate on. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me go turn the AC on. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I don't want you to die heat stroke. I'll be, I'll be right back. All right, while what, you kill people live. Right. Uh, while while Rich is away, uh, we mentioned um, uh, briefly on uh, next week's show because we recorded before this, but while Tope's here, Do, you know that Alberto Doria like went missing yesterday. Yeah, let me cross that off my list. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly was that question? Um, well, it was to, it, there's a reminder, and the question was, did Del Rio die or something? <laughs> Quote, unquote. Where in the world is Alberto Del Rio? <laughs> Shit, that worked. <laughs> it did. I was surprised. I, I did San Diego and Del Rio in my mind. So it was like, question. once you started, I'm just like, oh, he's going to nail the landing. <laughs> Rockapella, man. Uh, I was not related to them at all. Uh, all right. TNA and GFW. Now I have I have two choices actually for you here, Rich. You can complete the trilogy, or if retrospective Rich wants to go into what happened, or if you want to combine them, I don't I don't know what that would be. That that just may well happen. <laughs> uh, and again, I, I'm not 100 sure of all this because I don't give a fuck. I watched EC3 win the title. I smiled. I watched all of his great promos. I watch EC3. I don't want TNA and GFW mean nothing to me. <laughs> I watch a guy who I could not stand forever because he's really good. 
yeah, like I, I really don't know the timeline of things. Like, like who is who is in real life currently not on TV? The champion for TNA. Yes. EC3. Okay. And he wins that from Kurt Angle. Okay. So what does the winner of King of the Mountain get? The King of the Mountain Championship. It's its own title. It's its own title. And now it is time for the pod swoggle. Fuck you of the week! Oh my cross God, that off so my list. Fuck <laughs> Jared. What <laughs> <laughs> idiot bitch. God damn it. It's the dumbest fucking thing to fucking do to anybody. Oh my God. You keep your ego in your balls. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fucking. Build a whole new company from scratch. I did it before. I'll do it again. I'm going to fucking be my own man. I'm not going to let some fucking energy company named after a zoo animal fucking tell me what I'm going to go out there and I'm going to I'm gonna intrigue people. I'm going to fucking make deals with the hottest companies on earth right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring fucking Wrestle Kingdom 9 to the United States with fucking English speakers. And and you know we're gonna fucking posit all these amazing things. Get 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 get. That's me jizzing amazing things. World. <laughs> and then we're gonna go ahead. And what are we gonna fucking do? We're gonna start. We're gonna start releasing our roster. No one knows. We we're not. We, you know, we're, no one knows what we're gonna fucking do as far as like where to find us because we don't fucking know that yet. Because we don't know anything about new media. TV's dying. <laughs> So I'm so I can sweating so hard right now. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've needed a shower after a podcast because of the podcast. So here we go. We're gonna fucking release the roster. Oh man, there's some really hot fucking dope indie dudes on here, and then there's you know the fucking guys that left TNA because I, I have a relationship with them. And I'm going to put these videos out of me talking in my fucking big-ass mansion because I fucking stole it from my dad. (laughs) My wife. I stole from a dad. (laughs) Which by turn made him what? (laughs) What? Which by turn made him what? What is his his title? (laughs) I forget. A husband. Father, family man, yeah, to somebody me. else's kids. <laughs> and we're gonna—what are we gonna do? We're gonna start having shows. Oh, that's a really great idea. Where are we gonna have these shows? Baseball stadiums? Oh, like like big baseball stadiums, minor league stadiums. Haven't you done that before? Yeah, in TNA. Baseball oh, cool. stadiums, baseball stadiums, <laughs> stadiums. Yeah, people are gonna show up to them, right? Yeah, yeah, people will show up to them. What's the first thing I'm going to fucking see? Oh, yeah, that super unique six-sided <laughs> ring. <laughs> Callback. <laughs> uh, so we're going to use all the fucking hip hip people, the the young buckaroos. We're going to bring them in. Uh, we're going to fucking bring in all those those uh, bullet club gentlemen. We're going to bring in uh, you know other teenage guys. And, uh, uh, yeah. And then guess what? Then guess what? Hey, guys, guess what? 
Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> what? It's the NBA match. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're 88 years old with your saggy titties and your shitty facial hair. You blonde bitch. <laughs> I'm going to take a fucking uh, a drink of my beer. <laughs> well, for, for unemployed man. <laughs> While, while we're at halftime of Rich's Fuck You of the Week, uh, allow me to uh, to refresh my computer here. Oh, it looks like the only people left on the TNA roster are EC3 and Jeremy Borash. <laughs> but they just re-signed Bram for the 14th time. <laughs> Sweet man. He's really good. nice. He's really good. I like him a lot. He's a very nice person. But he's been re-signed so many times. Go on, Rich. Why the fuck is Jeff Jarrett doing the King of the Mountain in DNA? You have your own company. Who else is they, they have left to be in that match? Well, who, who do they have to be the King of the Mountain? Mountain, Mountain champion. <laughs> so, I remember that day. There was like somebody was like, "There's something very big is going to happen on TNA tonight." Like you wouldn't what, believe it. What show was that on? Was it just a show? Well, it was on Slammiversary, but because mm. nobody buys their pay-per-views, they mm-hmm. bumped all the matches that mattered to the television show the next week. <laughs> so, like, EC3 and Kurt Angle was supposed to be on that show, and they're like, no one's going to see this. Put it on Destination America. The fifth match of the Wolves' uh, Rude and Airy series. Put it on Destination America. So they're like, well, we need something to do it. Oh, do a King of the Mountain match. Let's bring that back. So that's why I was put on that show. And then... Uh, and people just keep jumping, like uh, like Loki gone, Ares gone, Rude gone, Magnus gone. Like none of these people, quote unquote, work for TNA anymore. Like rats from a ship, motherfucker. <laughs> so then, like it's like, oh, Jarrett's backstage, and like the, the GFW is basically going to buy TNA or absorb TNA or, or whatever. Uh, well, they not because they don't have fucking. They probably they're, they're working with fucking borrowed shillings or some shit. <laughs> they don't have anything. None of these people have anything. They're just fucking bamboozling people and giving them money for no reason. Jeff Jarrett, they're all af- gonna die. Jeff they're Jarrett, all gonna die. Jeff Jarrett can't afford Kurt Schilling, and he'll work for very cheap. Very <laughs> cheap. Uh, so then Jerry comes out and like cuts this like really long emotional promo about like being back and it's like oh he's gonna buy the company and then he announces he's gonna be in the King of the Mountain match. <laughs> it's like wait what? And then it's announced it's for a title belt. It's like wait bigger what? And then you see the thing and it's basically just the TV Legends Global title again. And so we can the- have another name. Yeah. So in the match it was Robert Roode, the longest reigning TNA champion of all time. Mm-hmm. Eric Young. Mm-hmm. It's turning into retrospective mullet. Eric Young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the longest reigning people in the company's history. Mm-hmm. Drew Galloway. One of the mm-hmm. hottest free agents. They actually managed to sit down and, and convince him that he wasn't going to be in the same room with his ex-wife. <laughs> I just remember that. I just remember they, <laughs> work, for the same, they, they work for the same company now. <laughs> That's fucking so they, hilarious. Uh, they turned her from a, a hot up-and-coming babyface champion into a weird stable that now comes out to a whole song. She had one of the best matches in that year. TNA is paying for a whole song. <laughs> they can't pay their employees, but they got the rights to a whole song. What song? Doll parts for the dollhouse stable. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sweating so fucking much. Uh, yeah, aren't you? Matt Hardy. Sorry, Matt Hardy. One of the most famous wrestlers of the Attitude Era. Who apparently like his baby might not be his. I don't know. I 
I started like going into like dirty wrestling Twitter beefs and Jeff Jarrett who hasn't wrestled in years and joined Bullet Club to stroke his own ego. Which is in his balls. As yeah, we yeah, so, so uh, of course, the winner of that match was Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. He took a pile driver through a ladder in that match. <laughs> and he won the fucking thing. What an idiot asshole. <laughs> and so I now, hate him. What did you say? I hate him. <laughs> I hate him so much. <laughs> I... <laughs> I thought you were gonna turn into the uh, into the uh, the Miss White monologue from Clue. Like I hate him so much. F- 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 flames, flames, flames on the side of my face. So now apparently he uh, uh, they keep like every week. There's like interviews about what's going to happen. He's like, oh, we're in a working relationship. Oh, the King of the Mountain title is going to be defended on GFW shows. It's like, why are you wrestling? Did you see, like, the, the poster for their shows in Vegas? His face is half the poster. <laughs> he wasn't even wrestling. I mean, you're just making my points for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm, I didn't even tag you. The ref, is, this is the longest tag the ref has not seen ever. <laughs> it is Asinine. So now they're having a GFW like title tournament TV taping. Which what are they taping TV for? What for what channel? Fuck you. You don't have a TV for whatever channel Toby Keith will spit on somebody's dick for. They don't. They're they're these are private recordings for Jeff Jarrett to jerk off to later. Yeah, Toby Keith who makes Donald Trump look like fucking Juan Valdez. I wanted it to be something that it could have been. This could have been a fucking really, like, back when, clap, Blake Cooper, back when GFW was but an idea, and they didn't even know what it was. It could have been so many cool fucking things that posited positive energy into the wrestling universe, and instead, it's just another Jeff Jarrett jerk-off session. (laughs) Fucking Triple J. I almost made you spell Jeff Jarrett jerk off session like it's fucking thing. It's J E J E R K O double F. If anything, TNA gave Grado a shot, and that you know what? <laughs> that probably means they're about to die. <laughs> <laughs> I love Grado; he's great. Yeah. I just watched the whole Vice documentary. I don't understand any of it, even though it was subtitled. It was great though. I, I watched his entrance on a weekly basis. It was great though. What? It was great though. It was it was great though. Yeah. It took me the entire video, or until he talks about it, to realize this whole time that it's your soul is supposed to be it's yourself. That's what that means. I had no idea. <laughs> Fucking British people, am I right? <laughs> only my Scottish. entire, only my wife's entire side of the family speaks like that. You know. Scottish. Scottish. Same thing. No. No. Whoa. Hey now. Too, oh, too far? <laughs> yeah. Too far? Sorry. Richard, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I just got Zangri's email of you washing hens. <laughs> good. Yeah, that'll, that'll cheer you up later. Uh, on the other note, other Destination America, I'm watching ROH on a regular basis. 
now, now that I have it consistently. Uh, yeah, How is that? It's, it's good. Uh, it's, it's a little on the unexciting side at times. There's not, can, there's no storylines. <laughs> I can see that. It's for just like ROH on like a week in week out basis. I could see that. Well, also when I started and when like they started, it was all the New Japan shows. Mm. So though, I mean, the matches have been great. Like, right. Don't get me wrong; the, the action's been fantastic. But it's really like taking a pause on the stories and the stories that they have. There's nothing. There's nothing groundbreaking or super exciting about them, which is not a knock because the matches that they're producing are really good. It's just I, I come from an, a different ROH time frame of like the, the the peak of 2004 like 2007 when the stories were fucking fantastic um i love adam cole i love uh i Dolph love castle i love Dolph. oh dude i might all right we, we talked about draft wise i might make a rule you can take him and ashley remington separately <laughs> i think that's fair <laughs> i've been um he's on my list for sure uh but I've been making up um, uh, categories for uh, next year's, well, the end of this year's uh, swaggles, mm-hmm. uh, like new categories. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them is going to be best dream match or dream match of the year. Something that like can't happen because, you know, different companies or whatever. But he's definitely going to be in one of those. Against Ashley Remington, right? Of course, yeah. <laughs> against himself because they're two completely different characters. It's 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 glorious. Uh, yeah, he's great. I really like Moose. I think he's got a lot of potential. I can't, I don't even remember we saw Moose like two years ago. We saw him. Yeah, he used to be. He was like wrestling like those fucking bullshit FIP dark matches before Evolve shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, every, every time I don't know. Every time I see like clips of him. Or something. I'm just like not. I just don't see what everyone else sees. He, I mean, he's got a lot of work, but I think he has solid potential. I like Cedric. I like Red Dragon. Um, of course, when he gets the AJ is always great. Uh, I do like the the whole decade Colby Carino storyline they got going on. I'm happy for Jay Lethal. Uh, there's there's a lot of good things. It just it doesn't blow my socks off like Lucha does. In well, terms of yeah. In terms of Lucha's being a fully functioning product. Tope, man, I, I, I'm more trumpeted than Rich because Rich is like a month behind. Watch fucking Lucha Underground, please. I need, for first off, let me take that off my list. And second off, I, I know I need to. Everything I've watched of it has been fantastic, but I'm not watching anything right now. So, but once I do, I absolutely will. It's it's fair. Uh their YouTube channel is really good, and that the best match every week is just on their YouTube channel, which is nice. Uh, so you can knock out like four of my six match of the year candidates right then and there. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not gonna say anything about anybody because I'm predicting it right now. Rich and I will not speak for two weeks after the draft podcast. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. It is gonna be ugly. It is. We're gonna do dumb things, just to spite one another. And I want you to, right now on the recorded medium. I love you, and I'm sorry. I love you too, man. Um, when when are we? When is when are we recording that again? The draft. Uh, so unofficial schedule for right now. Uh, they got this podcast, the game podcast we just recorded is next week. Then I'm banking on uh, having a couple weeks of podcasts that we record during Widen's wedding weekend. 
Uh, I believe the draft is going to be the first week of August. Okay. First or second week of August. It's going to be I episode. Would... It's going to be oh, actually. It's going to be after SummerSlam. So we got like a full month. It's going to be episode two fifty. I would love to be in the same room with you. <laughs> that is a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, we could. We could. Hey, do you want to secretly do it during Wynn's wedding? Whisper to Wynn. Wynn, what's your pick? He whispers back, the mysterious Q again. You're an idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, definitely catch up before Ultima Lucha, Rich. I, and I implore you. I am. I will. Do not, I'll be caught up by the end of this week. Do not go to fucking Wikipedia or anywhere because you will get spoiled Ultima Lucha like I have. Uh, I know. I, have you already? I learned, no, no, no. I learned okay. very early on with Lucha Underground that you just can't go to Wikipedia. Well, because well, yeah, I went there to look up uh, to see if I recognized somebody from like another company or see yep, where nope. else he's worked. And I was same, like, oh, 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 oh. Same, same reasons. Sucks. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, and hopefully they fucking figure out season two. Everyone's waiting, you know. Apparently, um, El Rey and. The production company are far apart on money in terms of production values, and also, but also, they really don't have like they don't do house shows. They have little merchandising. They don't have a lot of money coming in, right? So they need to really get like so. It's traditional TV, though. True, like, it's still a show. Like, it, I don't understand what makes that any different from like a game show, aside from the amount of people you have to pay. Yeah, well, game shows are just notoriously cheap to produce because you just throw away all your money goes to the fucking prize. You just. Or that, uh, that, yeah. Like, you know that uh, on Fox, uh, Finesse Mitchell is hosting a game show? Good for him. It's basically pros versus Joes. Good for him. Tope, why aren't you not taking Finesse Mitchell's gigs? <laughs> you are way more charismatic and funny than Finesse Mitchell. Because he knows the right people and I don't. Someone that say- person is, is Keenan. He just knows Keenan. <laughs> they, they just think he's Kel. <laughs> I just saw, uh, where was it? Some article. Kel Kel's going back. Oh my god, that's Kel Mitchell. Oh my god, in front of us this entire time. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, what was the last thing you saw in Lucha Rich? Just so I kind of know where you are. Do you remember? I just watched before we started recording. Um, uh, fuck. Oh, why'd you make me mad again? Uh, fucking Mil Muertes beating Drago. Oh no, because of Hernandez. Yeah, I fucking god damn it! I knew that. Oh, I was so angry. That bitch. God damn it! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what bitch? You oh. know, Katrina. Oh, Katrina. Oh, <laughs> Maxine, your favorite. Oh man, dog. Oh man, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tope. The yeah. How you feel about Sasha Banks? Katrina's a swell woman. I. I feel the same way, sir. Yes. Except she terrifies me, so I'm not going to say anything <laughs> bad about her. She probably got a 14, 15 on their SATs, <laughs> pays her taxes on time. Because those Nothing. are the flattering things you say to women. Hey, baby, I bet you got a perfect score on your SATs. <laughs> not perfect. They don't want to be nerds. They get a few wrong on purpose. Who would have thought, <laughs> thought that Judas Macias was like so good? <laughs> <laughs> That, that's already. Uh, that's Mil Mortes, the guy that like the fucking weird fucking guy in TNA that had the abyss feud a long time ago. He's worked in Mexico forever. He was the oh. he was the second and last 
Wrestling Society X champion. Did not know that. He is a a wrestling television killer. Possibly <laughs> he's the Ted McGinley of wrestling potentially. Oh God. Uh, but yeah, he's great. And that's already way too much information. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, they're great. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> did you watch any? If you haven't watched the, I didn't watch the whole match, but the closing sequence of the Okada AJ match, it is. Yeah. Yes, I have. No shit. Like, one of the best closing sequences ever. Uh, it was so good, it got 4.75 in the Wrestling Observer. Thanks, Big Dave. Stop it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you love like, keep going. It's way too much fucking on this show, and that's just Tope's breakdown. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh... Tyson Kidd almost died. Man. Yeah. I'm so happy he will never wrestle again. And that's the best thing we or that's the worst thing we will say. Yes, that is yeah. Sorry. It is it is very good that uh, he's gonna try. That's the sad thing. No. I I will literally I would literally run in and stop him. <laughs> he's gonna try. Um, no. It's it's insane that it was that severe. It's insane that it was off of <laughs> fucking the dark match that Joe worked. Of course. Um, and, off of Muscle Buster that he's given like a gajillion people. And I watched it. It, it looked nothing out of the ordinary. No, it's, it was, it's just like Pero Aguayo. It's like there's nothing out of the ordinary there. Yeah. Um, and those odds, which I feel like those numbers are like fudged. I feel like Bret Hart was the one that leaked those numbers. Who? Bret Hart. That would make sense. Well, because I mean, Joe, that was Joe was very reckless and unsafe, and Cody Rhodes is the best wrestler on the company. Which that one actually might be kind of true, but uh, Bret Hart uh, physically doesn't have muscles, or it's physically can't go into a Dave and Buster's. (laughs) You guys want to go to Dave and Buster's next time we see each other? There's one in there's one downtown Orlando. We can go Sunday. We get back. Oh, there is. I've never been to that one, actually. I have with uh, Matt. Oh, that's right. The day that uh, when you yeah. were here. Yeah, I wasn't able to go because there was there was a tsunami. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> a fine Dave and Buster's. Yeah, good. We can double our fun. Yo, gotta double your fun. Gotta double your fun. Uh, yeah, so Tyson Kidd's uh, death might equal Cesaro's annual push. Uh, we don't need to talk about Dusty and Cody, do we? I'm glad that. You guys saw all the stuff today with like Cody just like shitting on people for like, yeah, yeah, he's right. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I, I feel the same way about the people who are like, yo, man, have fucking Cesaro and Joe feud and like, it's like no, just like chill out. It's all gonna be okay. Yeah, it's all yeah. gonna happen. Also, uh, it, it might be as simple as a color scheme that might make, get me back interested in Stardust again. It's a pretty dope color scheme, man. I I dig it a lot. The like the fucking Carolina blue and the black. Mm-hmm. Uh, also that that matchup screen between fucking Stardust and Neville. Yes, like, oh. that was fucking I, pimp. I didn't see that. I missed that. I have to pull it up. It was like a comic book version. Oh, nice. I mean, that, when I saw the thing, I was like, oh, he's coming back as Stardust. I didn't want them to do the whole like using his father's death, babyface avenging. But I, I just the Stardust thing just doesn't work for me. No, and it hasn't worked for me for a while. But if but, they like legitimately do kind of an American version of a Mexican comic book feud or just even an American comic book yeah. feud and like actually stylize it as such, 
I would, whether it works or not, I want to see them try. Agreed. Superhero, supervillain, it fucking works. Neither of them are doing something. They'll have great matches. Hell yes. And those are the characters to do it with. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Um, Speaking of characters, uh, there's going to be like 500 people in 2K16, which makes me happy. Uh, I don't know if I pitched to you guys yet, or I mentioned I might have mentioned when I was drunk in Chicago, I don't know, but uh, what I want to do for the fall tournament this year, for our annual second tournament to say goodbye to the fucking game that we always do for our other bonus point. I don't think you, you brought it up, no. Okay, uh, so of course we're limited in terms of numbers, because there's only 25 creative wrestlers and we may do with this, so I was thinking, of course we've had many ideas for other pop culture tournaments, but I want to hold those off until we have the space for them. So I was trying to do something still rooted in wrestling. So I was looking at my Marcho books. and I, I realized through all my Marcho insanity that I went back and did that this year's Marcho madness technically was the 25th anniversary of Marcho madness. <laughs> Te- <laughs> technically it's a nice round number. So what I did was I looked at like all the Marcho things I've done and picked the guys that never won a Marcho and put them in a tournament together. What was the, I forget. What was the justification for the year it started again? Because that was like the first like year a video game had more than like eight dudes in it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and also, once I got to like 1990 or 91, it was harder to like find the research for like the automatic bids and stuff. Right. And right. actually, like I couldn't get like a Crusher Khrushchev. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I found like all the guys that never won. And just, like, mix them together. And it creates, like, some really cool, interesting matchups. And a lot of them are already on the game. So, it's my pitch. We'll see what happens. All I'm going to tell you, Rich, is that by the skin of his teeth, Johnny Gargano's probably in it. Hey, as long as he's in it. He's probably... <laughs> I think by the n- way I did the numbers, he's literally the last person that makes it in. <laughs> All he's looking for is a chance. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so 2K, 2K16 should be interesting because they're trying to get, like, everybody in it. Um, last thing I have on my list is tough enough. <sighs> I mean, this is pretty much going to be all you. I plan on catching up. I've only watched the network special and the first episode. That's it. The network special has been the best thing. That was great. It was Why? so great. It was wonderful. It got me uh, so and excited. all the people that I liked uh, left. Yeah. <laughs> in that special. Yep, pretty much. Uh, it is a lock for the worst wrestling show of the year. <laughs> like, it is not good. It is, I've loved Tough Enough Forever since the very first season. I mean, Grant, it's, it's yielded very little results. I mean, you can argue, though, that, you know, between The Miz and Ryback and Morrison and, like, a couple Flash in the Pan moments like Maven and stuff, you know, it's done enough. The, the last season before this uh, yielded enough results for Lucha. Yes, exactly. Uh, it was, and also one of the best gifts of all time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, I wasn't, like, looking forward to it in that aspect. It's just, it's normally a pretty well-produced show that I enjoy watching. Uh, and it is the biggest clusterfuck of all time. You said you watched the first episode, right? Yeah. It hasn't gotten any better than that. That sucks. That it's, it does not need to be live. Like it being live is just a fucking grab it at mobile users and fucking yeah. app downloads and ratings. Yeah. Because the voting goes live at like eight fifty six, so you have three minutes to vote. 
for who you want to stay, not who you want eliminated, who you want to stay, which is confusing as all hell. And I then, was confused by that. And then they give then they give a a last plea to viewers to to save them. And then as soon as the last person, all right, well, voting is closed. Like that last person really had a good strong five seconds. Yeah. They don't the the, the challenges as usual, like the last season, not like it was like the original on MTV. Are, we've seen them – I saw earlier before we recorded, they were doing drills. They were doing shoulder tackles and body slam pickups. They weren't even slamming people yet. They were just picking people up for body slams. Nobody's likable except ZZ who's just right. – god damn it. You just want to hold him and then get far away from him. And he's 18? 19. 19? He's 19 years old. <laughs> he's Bray Wyatt. <laughs> he's like, he, is, he is so Bray Wyatt. Uh, but he's if it, if it's a legit fan vote, he's gonna win. Either him or Patrick is gonna win because Patrick's the only one that gives a fuck and is great. They just got a bunch of meatheads and a bunch of fitness models. More and, what it's like. and then you have Billy Gunn, the nerve. <laughs> I love Billy Gunn, but come on, uh, Lita. And Booker T is fucking coaches. You know, that's fine, whatever. You, they don't do anything because they're doing these stupid fucking drills that don't matter. And then, oh, the fucking judges, Christ. Daniel Bryan, who you, you fall in love with him over and over again. And it's like, okay, well, maybe he has a future. But he hates doing this. <laughs> of course. Um, you have Hogan, who's like, like sh- shot up with tranquilizer darts where he goes out. In yeah. terms of, like, not like, like, calm but just like don't say anything dumb there is there's like one specific moment that i can't recall right now in the first episode where he like so blatantly just contradicted himself oh of course absolutely uh he hasn't been that bad he's had a couple decent moments but you can just tell that he's pissed that he's not like the center of attention even though he's like he's literally in the center right uh but he has had a couple like good observations he hasn't been as bad as i was thinking the person that's been awful is fucking Paige. Really? She oh. has been, and I I think it's a note that they need, like, the Simon Cowell. Oh, you're British. You'll work. No. But she is a straight-up annoying cunt on this show. That sucks. Uh, now, granted, the person that she's, she calls out the same person every fucking week, and she's just obnoxious and annoying. She's not funny. It's, it's like, really dampered, like, seeing her, even if it's, like, not her. Just like how she's like portraying this, it's just so off-putting. Yeah, that sucks. I I feel like that's very much not her, I, just by description alone. I feel like it could be though, because like I don't know. I just see her being like this twenty-two-year-old person that's been wrestling for ten years, <laughs> which is already <laughs> crazy. Like growing yeah. up with this and seeing all these people and just like having it come off the wrong way. Um, I'd be I I wouldn't not be the same way. Yeah, I I know, but. But but just how she goes about it and how she just tries to take over. Like, she takes over from Hogan, which is, in, like, I would have lost every, I don't know I said marble. Like, every marble I've ever owned. If you want my marbles, I would have given them to you. I've lost my marbles. <laughs> <laughs> he lost them good. Um, <laughs> that, that was my thud butt impression, everybody. <laughs> Hashtag thud butt. <laughs> <laughs> that worked really well. Um, Chris Jericho's God, Chris Jericho and Todd Chrisley are getting hard to tell apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Those um, androgynous motherfuckers. <laughs> have you ever heard about the rib that uh, they pulled on the one, two, three kid where uh, uh, they shaved his eyebrows off and the next day he had to get his picture taken for his eight yes. by tens? He looks like that. Yes, he does. <laughs> he, how he got this gig. Like, and Grant, he doesn't have to do a lot. Renee Young is basically holding him up. He's, he's, uh, he's fucking Stone Cold stand-in. They couldn't get him for tough enough. They get Jericho. We couldn't get Stone Cold's podcast. Get Jericho. And watching him and Renee Young like interact, it's like watching the Joe Namath interview for like double time. Oh no! It's like it's so bad. It's like awkward. It's like stop trying to cheat on your wife on national television, please. We all know you do it anyway. Don't do it on national television. Yeah, come on. That's not Kelly. Kelly, uh, come on the show and defend yourself. No, we'll never come on the back. show. <laughs> um, yeah, the contestants are fucking whatever. Uh, I do like the Egyptian guy. He's fine. But here's my biggest thing about Jericho. Oh, God, it's going to hurt my credibility. Tough talk. The show after Tough Enough mm-hmm. is 600 million thousand times better than Tough Enough. Is it really? The Miz is going to get so many gigs off of this show. Really? He crushes it. Good. The Miz is back. And I mean by back, I mean talking. Good. <laughs> like, I, I turned it on. I was like, well, you know, it's just going to be some bullshit fucking thing. And that's why I haven't watched it. Like, because of The Miz? <laughs> more because, more like, I feel like I knew what it was going to be. It is, it is not scripted at all. He just gets 30 minutes to do whatever he wants. He interviews every single contestant. Him and Daniel Bryan's interaction back and forth are hysterical. The Miz will just go on, like, 45-second, like, improv tangents. And it's four times during the first episode, I went, where have you been? <laughs> is the Miz doing bits? Yeah, like, like, like people, like... The Miz is doing bits. And they're really good. This is the Miz's demo tape. <laughs> the Miz is cutting a full-blown demo tape on Tough Talk. And he's so... And, like, it's recorded in full sail. They'd still do it, like, on that stage. He's mm-hmm. got the crowd in the palm of his hand. He's just, like... Because it's a reality thing. That's his yeah. forte. Like, he knows right. what he's doing. Uh, whatever. I'll just tell you. The Miz is, like, number three on my non-wrestler list for the draft right now. <laughs> <laughs> because of this show strictly. That's it. Uh, that's good to hear. I'm excited to watch that show now. Definitely watch that show. Like, uh, it's... I get excited for Tough Enough to be over so I can switch over to the network and hear The Miz just fucking be a cool dude again. It's like him calling, uh, it's something about him and Tough Enough, because remember he called that tall Eric guy Buckwheat after WrestleMania. It's like, the Miz is the next Ric Flair. And then two months later, he's listening to Alex Riley. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, so that's that's Tough Enough in a nutshell. I'm going to watch every week. It's, you know, it's a habit. Hopefully stuff picks up. This episode, there was some some heightened (laughs) drama. They did improv here in Orlando, or they had a promo challenge at the improv in Orlando. I'm just, I'm just waiting to run into these people. Like I'm expecting them to like have a drill in my bank. It could be fun. Um, that is my list. Tope, how many questions do we have left? On my list, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven questions Holy left. Shit! Hold on, can I just guess one? <laughs> Uh, yes. We have not talked about Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt at all. <laughs> okay, that's two right there. Oh, cool. <laughs> so what's what, what? What are they up to? Yeah, they're feuding. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's cool. I like it. 
like not like oh man, but not like fuck this. I like it. It's it's Bray Wyatt like just being stuck being the biggest yeah. jobber of the stars probably. But I like that they involved his daughter and it. it's given Reigns a little fire. Uh, I like the idea behind um, anyone but you. I like that idea. I like that too. It's been I, like, good. I like that all, each of his feuds like have a motif and like sort of a something to sort of center it around. Everybody, just like Ziggler, everyone's like, man, fuck Wyatt. And, and it's, it's part of the writing. But also at the same point, like everyone's just like, and nothing means anything. And it's like, well, because you're a dumb wrestling fan. I'm, so, I'm sorry to say that, but... <laughs> Listen. I mean, like, if you listen, if you pay attention, you actually, like, think about it for a second. Yeah. It does. You're just not, and you don't, because you're dumb. I, I do like the kind of Joker-Batman parallels as well, that, like, mm-hmm. we're going to do this forever, because these two guys that hopefully can actually do this for the next 10 or 15 years together. Mm-hmm. And they've proven, even in the Shield six ways, and their match a few weeks ago, that they have good chemistry. So, I'm, I'm hopeful. Also, from uh, the new... Mets fan guy on Reddit. Apparently, some big things are poised to happen at Battleground that no one's talking about, and I feel like that match is going to be a secret key to it. I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, that's that's one of your good mid card mid card feuds. Sure, absolutely, yeah. And those are two guys that are fine being in that like third from the bottom, th- third from the top spot right now. So, yeah. Next question. Oh, uh, people do uh, people still hate Sheamus? Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you still like Sheamus? I do, because fuck y'all who Sheamus. He's money in the bank. He's going to be world champion. <laughs> fuck Seth Rollins. Fuck Brock Lesnar. Fuck Dean Ambrose. Fuck everyone. Sheamus Most televised wins of all time. Yeah. How well, many wins does uh, Goldberg have? Probably a lot. Yeah, like, Sheamus. They started They started tallying that in 2009, so don't, don't get all happy about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I... It's just, it's my same argument with the Miz. He's a heel. Like you're not supposed to like him. If we want to get like true about this, he's good at the ring. He's a little vanilla, and that's not a pale joke. But you know, I, regardless of his opponent, at this point in his career, fast forward through 100 percent of his matches. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, that's not that's not a good sign. That's not a good look for you. Whether you're supposed to be supposed to be a heel or what. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I, I think everyone's I, I think everyone's really hopeful that him and Brock Lesnar get involved, and that that could be like one of the hottest crowds ever. Is just Lesnar shitting down his neck. Absolutely. Sorry, Tope. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Taker versus Owens. What the fuck is that? What? Huh? <laughs> Fucking rumor I heard. First I've ever heard it. Yeah. You know, I just heard that. I was going to ask. Appar- I know that's a thing. Yeah, apparently Taker Sting is like never happening. Oh, that and that's my next question. Yeah, what's Sting up to? Uh, He's sipping lemonade. <laughs> he's rolling with the homies. Rolling with the homies. Good song. Uh, what's Dean up to? He is Roman Reigns. He's the scrappy dude of Roman Reigns and Scooby-Doo. <laughs> that is accurate. Da-da-da-da-da-da, puppy power. <laughs> have you ever, have you uh, ever seen Dean Ambrose uh, cut a Johnny Utah promo from Point Break as Dusty Rhodes? Please go do that as soon as this episode's over. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. It's, it's pretty good. 
And he's it's in CZW too, so he's drunk. It's the only way you can wrestle in CZW. I have to add one to the list. CZW might be getting pay per view. We might have to force them into March of Madness this year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean like eye pay per view, like fucking no, pay per view. Yeah. God, I... that's that's bonkers. That's like a back end loophole towards the end of television. At this rate, like we're gonna have so many automatic bids that it's gonna be really hard for like Randy Orton to get March of Madness. Oh. Hey, are there any updates to like what um, Journey into Chikara is supposed to be? Uh, no, I I just saw the one thing on Reddit from Quack, and that's it. Check it out on Twitter. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. All right, uh, Jamie Noble dead, alive. Okay, good. That I just saw every two weeks. I'll go on the subreddit like, oh my god, Jamie Noble might be dead, and I don't know what happened to him. No, Jamie Noble's a warrior. He worked the next two weeks. My God. Uh, John Cena, uh, is he going to win Most Improved Wrestler? He's going to win Wrestler of the Year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he's going to win all those awards, bro. He's doing code reds. <laughs> Do people not know what that means? When, when Amazing Red in 2002 was doing like fucking shit that John Cena's doing now, it's like, this guy's like amazing. This guy's like the next Rey Mysterio. John Cena's doing those moves now. Why not? Why? He's Mark Henry fucking of our time, I guess. Even though that was like three years ago where he's like, fuck it, I can wrestle. Might as well. All right. Yeah, there's a tweet from Chikara saying more details tomorrow. So there will probably be details by the time this airs. Oh, hey, real quick. I just saw Reddit. Willie Mack's going to start an ROH. Good for him. Hey, all right. Good. He needs to get more bookings. Uh, next, next, next. Uh, what's the weirdest like internet rumor that you guys have heard in oh, the last few weeks? Jesus. Uh, well, there was that Rusev one, which is pretty weird, but like not completely out of their own possibility. Rumor. Um, the Shield getting back together at Battleground, but as baby faces against Lesnar who would turn heel again against Heyman. Yeah, figure that shit out. <laughs> I just I, I just crap my goddamn pants. <laughs> Thinking about it. Oh, also, uh, two uh, more. Oh, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, I was saying I, was saying I only have two more left, but, but you, you, you go ahead. Uh, is any of your things about the stupid Steve Austin Roddy Piper drama? No, it's not. Okay, good. <laughs> Apparently, Roddy Piper and Steve Austin are legitimately feuding, and Roddy Piper's off of Podcast One, all because of Will Sasso's impression of Steve Austin. All right, uh, two more left. Um, are we going to the Rumble this year? Fuck yeah. We're going to have an entire section. <laughs> it's going to be, and, uh, last it's gonna be fucking bonkers. Uh, if it's possible. I don't know if I'll be able to make it down. So, Rich. I know, I know. I, I'm either going to Orlando or Chicago, so just let me know where I'm going, guys. And last but not least, uh, Mo, who was the Knicks' first-round pick this year in the NBA draft? Fuck you, son. <laughs> I hate I, you. I, 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 just put his, I just put his name in the uh, in the chat. I just want to... <laughs> I, I know it now. Do you, do you want me to do it? Like, I know it. I'm not going to get it right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Whatever. Damn it. Count me down. I do better when I'm counted down. <laughs> Five, four, 
three, two, one. Christas Porzingis. <laughs> That's so much better. All right, now get <clears throat> down from five, and I'll say to Scott Steiner. <laughs> Four, three, two, one. Cristo Porz Ringies. I meant this. I meant to say Crisco Porogies, <laughs> but I literally Scott Steiner mumble mouth. And those are my twenty-one questions. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Rich, do you have anything else before we hit up some reviews and hit up some plugs? Uh, all I have here is uh, this little uh, PW Torch review from Oh God damn it! Four years ago. Oh, I forgot about this. You cocksucking <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, thanks to Facebook's uh, uh, shared stories of you days yonder. I don't know what they call it. Uh, yeah, it reminded me of this article. Uh, this review it was uh, yeah. FCW results uh, from an FCW show in Gainesville, Florida, July 8th, 2011. I just want to read it. I'm just going to read it, and then we'll talk about it. Or just stop me at certain points so we can talk about it. It's titled 7-8 FCW results in Gainesville, Florida. Morrison guest appearance, Black versus Moxley, six-man main event, Steamboat, NXT rookies and divas, Vicky's daughter. Uh... So, yeah, here we go. By Oh, report by Chris Mullet. The WWE developmental show was pretty full, but there was plenty of general admission seating available. Estimated attendance would be around 300. They ask you to do those. <laughs> 300, really? Also, was that counting the kids that brought the Monday Night Raw signs? No, the signs were like at 30. Okay. Uh <laughs> Before the show began, there was a large meet and greet. John Morrison was a headliner, although Melina was not there as she was advertised to be. Morrison she couldn't was... get off of that dick. <laughs> Morrison was very nice and easygoing. Others in the autograph session were Caitlin, Tough Enough winner Andy Levine, who was very respectful and nice but super awkward, True. Titus <laughs> O'Neil, Ricardo Rodriguez, Husky Harris, far and away the coolest and nicest guy there. Johnny Curtis, Derek Bateman, and FCW Tag Champions Calvin Reigns <laughs> and Big E Langston. Wow. That's, FC- a, that's a name. That's a name. FCW Divas Champion Oksana was taking pictures, as was FCW Champion Bo Rotundo in the ring. Also super cool. Something about these Rotundo boys. <laughs> First match. Richie Steamboat beat Brad Maddox. Decent match. Steamboat wrestles exactly like his dad, which isn't a bad thing. Right down to the back problems. (laughs) Uh, It would be nice to see him try to do his own thing. That being said, he is ready to be called up. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Maddox didn't really stand out and botched an underhook powerbomb spot. Steamboat won with a super kick. Super kick! Raquel Diaz, the daughter of Vicky and Eddie Guerrero, then came out and worked the mic, putting herself over and her man, Alexander Rusev. <laughs> Jesus. She got some heat, but had plenty of awkward moments that the crowd didn't respond to. Diaz also kept looking towards the trainer's table and Tom Pritchard, Norman Smiley, and Ricky Steamboat for approval or something. Uh, second match, Alexander Rusev beat Deshaun Bishop. 
rough match. One particular spot had Rusev looking to either body slam or stun gun Bishop and awkwardly dropping him on his head. Neither man really impressed, and Diaz talking on the microphone during the whole match didn't really help. Rusev, Rusev won with a modified German suplex. I might point out, uh, I believe Deshaun Bishop's the guy from NXT that ended up killing somebody. Oh, really? Uh, I'm pretty sure he killed somebody. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. Uh, let me just look up murder afterwards. Hold on. <laughs> Third match, Johnny Curtis beat Rick Victor. Rick Victor. All right, match. Victor just doesn't have anything worthwhile. This was the second time I have seen him, and all he gets the crowd to do is chant, he's got seahorses, a reference to his tights. Which First, was uh, Paul Lair, and, uh, and Dave yeah, probably was in that group. It was probably Dave. Yeah. Uh, Curtis was over, though, working as a babyface, and won with an impressive top rope leg drop. If I knew one thing, I knew my Rick Victor. (laughs) You nailed that. (laughs) Uh, Fourth match, Oksana beat Naomi and Sonya in a triple threat match to retain the Divas Championship. Standard Divas match spread out to a seven to eight minute match. Plenty of blown spots, but also some impressive moments. Sonya is fairly bland. I don't remember her at all. Neither do I. Uh, Oksana has a lot of work still, and Naomi is pretty athletic and could contribute to either Raw or SmackDown right now. Good finish as Naomi used Sonya as a springboard, only to be caught by Oksana and a spinebuster. Have you find out whether that guy's the murderer yet or not? Uh, it's not him, but it was another. I think it was uh, like D- DJ Porter or something like that. Okay. Uh Leo Kruger defeated in the fifth match. C.J. Parker. Blah match. Kruger got on the mic mid-match and healed on the crowd to uh, a little to modest heat. Parker played a baby face like a guy doing it for the first time, trying to get any kind of response to no avail. Kruger won with a big lariat. Worst match on the show. Don't you feel like a dick now? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. Yeah, I I wasn't sure what you were referring to. (laughs) Yeah, both actually. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Although, hey, uh, all, all the CJP stuff I saw from CZW that first weekend, he looks really good. It's the best. Yeah. Thing. It's the best thing for him. It was, uh, it was, yeah. He needed to be. I'm glad he was the first one to fucking do that, too. Yeah. To, like, ask out of NXT. He's like 23. He'll be fine. Yeah. Intermission. Uh, the show resumed with a singing contest. Hell yeah. Caitlin and Briley Pierce, Dolph Ziggler's brother, hosted. Raquel Diaz sang everyone's favorite song, Written in the Stars. Oh, I'm a fan. <laughs> this is when we should have known he was fucking great. Derek Bateman sang Totally Clips of the Heart to a good reaction. Almost as good as when he threw Girl Scout cookies into the crowd. Ah, uh, yep. Eric Rowan sang the Norwegian National Anthem and got a mixed response. Jason Mullen then stepped up and rapped Ice Ice Baby, which was a big hit with the children and unhip adults. Mullen won in a landslide, and then everyone threw beach balls into the crowd. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And we never saw him again. Sixth match, FCW Tag Champions Calvin Reigns and Biggie Langston defeated Donnie Marlowe and Roman Leaky to retain the FCW Tag Titles. (laughs) Stole his name. Hey, real quick. uh, Donnie Marlowe, Tope, who would he end up working as in WWE? Uh, that's good question. No. I don't know. Yeah, you do. You knew this. Come on. What's no. the one name I want you to say? 
Camacho. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Sorry. Hey, you're good. You're good, baby. Don't worry about it. Before the match, Reigns and Langston cut a promo putting over Reigns' new braids as the best haircut in the world. <laughs> oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> solid tag match. Reigns and Langston worked well together. Langston has some solid potential. His size may be an issue, but he has good charisma. Fucking nailed it. Uh, Marlo and Leah Key were your typical Samoan characters, but didn't seem to be anything different or better than the Usos. Langston pinned Marlowe with an assist to the ropes from Reigns. Yeah. And you nailed Roman Reigns. Got it. Uh, before the main event began, Damian Sandow, Lucky Cannon, and Dean Ambrose. John <laughs> Moxley, One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> came out and talked about how they were upset. John Morrison's face was all over the promotion for the show, and that FCW was all about them. Sandow, in particular, was getting great heel heat, really working the crowd into a tizzy. Morrison's music hit, and he came out to the biggest pop of the night, naturally. He briefly put over the FCW crowd and said that while he couldn't wrestle, he knew some guys that could. Out came Gainesville's own Titus O'Neil, FCW 15 champ Seth Rollins, and FCW champion Bo Rotundo. Seventh match of the night. Titus O'Neil and Seth Rollins of Bo Rotundo beat Damian Sandow, Lucky Cannon, and Dean Ambrose in a six-man tag main event. The heels spent a good five to ten minutes ducking the three baby faces and stalling in the crowd. It got great heat with the kids and parents, but the smart fans were on their hands for most of it. <laughs> smart fans. Yeah. Uh, once the match started, it was a good, if unspectacular, six-man. Rollins and Ambrose shined in their brief encounter together to start the show. Tyler Black versus John Moxley needs to happen soon in WWE. Fucking Mark. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> ah. Lord. The, the match broke down to the heels working on Titus's leg for way too long until he got the hot tag to Rotundo. Typical six-man brawl ended with, Roll- with a Rollins superkick Rotundo spear to pin Cannon and win the match. At least they got that right. After the match, <laughs> Morrison... <clears throat> jo- <clears throat> pardon me. After the match, Morrison joined the baby faces in the ring and posed. Titus was the last one in the ring and led the crowd in a couple of Florida Gators fight songs, just like the last show in Gainesville. Overall thoughts. Overall thoughts. The show was okay. No one really stood out uh, as every match was fairly basic and catered to the children in the crowd. No one really had a chance to show much personality or display a character that could really connect with a broad audience. The last show in Gainesville was much better from an in-ring perspective, but it was still a decent experience meeting several of the wrestlers in being in a PG atmosphere. That said, I will take an ROH show any day. <laughs> Damn it! I was just about to say, fucking pay me! <laughs> <laughs> that shitty-ass, corny-ass, bullshit fucking ending. Uh, that's all from Gainesville. See you at the matches. What? That's like a Gordon Soley sign-off. That's, that's honoring my late hero, Gordon Soley, who, if he were yeah, alive today, would hate shows. the world. <laughs> Just imagine Gordon's always an old sexist racist pig. Sweet man. Rich, I'll get you back. Sure. You always do. You always will. You have. This was owed to you. I'll, I'll get you. Don't worry. I'll get you. By the way, I, men- I mentioned earlier the uh, the PWG preview video is now online. So I look forward to that when we sign off. Okay. Yeah. We'll go ahead. I'll relocate to the living room. Uh, as we're wrapping up here, it's Marathon News Podcast of Podswall. I wanted to make sure that uh, we covered some of the Twitter stuff 
that we've gotten from you guys over the past month since we've been off the air. Uh, just throwing in there right now, at Milldog311, hashtag butt matters, hashtag alphabet poop. Never forget. Uh, uh, at Shaw's tweets, had a, started a conversation with at the Swerve King, who uh, Rich could not locate in his boxes. Uh, we had said on Twitter, if the primetime players had joined New Day before Money in the Bank last night, and all five of them were tag team champions, what does the Swerve King think of that? Uh, Shaw's tweets asked the Swerve King because they all look alike. And, of course, the Swerve King responded with, uh, well, duh, because they all look alike. I didn't read that first. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me, son of a bitch. And, two, because I've read Freakonomics, and this thing will work long term. Uh, so there's that. Uh, at brother underscore Burke 84, responding to the Rumble Rumble and Stumbling 22 podcast with our top 10 tits in wrestling. Uh, from 10 to 1, Lita, Sonny, Jackie, Stephanie, Caitlin, Trish, Sable, Natty, Nikki, and Deborah. Good, good list, Rich. I'm sorry we couldn't have you on that. That was really your, your list to make. Sorry, right. it wasn't wrong. Yeah, I, you know, hey, we got King Kong Bunny and JBL in there. We did a good job. Uh, honorable mentions Terry Reynolds and BB. Uh, at Wrestle One, hey guys, great meeting you at, at Resistance underscore Pro last month. Here's my piece on the main eventers. Check it out. I highly suggest you read it. Oh, it's I did on, read it. Uh, That's the Crazy Mary yeah. Dobson one. Yeah, it's the sit down interview with uh, Crazy Mary and Tessa, and it's fucking great. It's a great fucking piece. Go ahead and read that. Definitely. Uh, at Stan the Dry Bear, uh, the Whack Roster. This is about the Whack series. The Whack Right. The the Whack. Uh, give me a minute. <laughs> this is hard. The Whack. Roster is ripe <laughs> with potential Twitter handles, but at but crack McGrew. Oh my god, I just fucking got deep throated by the Sandman's fucking barbed wire baseball bat. The whack roster is ripe with potential <laughs> Twitter handles, but at but crack McGoo is already taken. <laughs> Worth it. Uh, next tweet, I'm torn between at Mr. Cheese America and at Dickface Jigglebutter <laughs> from Blank Slate as my favorite Swoggle Network handle. Uh, Meldog311, was the Prover loner manned by Mayor McCheese? Hashtag we are adults. Uh, at Darren McCoolPants, hi boys! Hashtag Summer Raw at Podswoggle. At SR Walton181, Bob Backlund thinks Eddie Sharky's a real shark. Always appreciate Eddie Sharky reference. At your host, Mullet, impromptu drunk history on Katie Vick is legit top five greatest possible moment of all time. Thank you. Uh, it, it just happened. Uh, I'm sorry, Rich, if Kane was a topic. Didn't we say, like, the end game of Potswoggle was a drunk history on Kane? <laughs> it may have been at one point, yeah. Uh, my response to that to him was that I, what I want is to get Glenn Jacobs drunk as shit and do a drunk history on his own career. Could, could, be, a, could be a good look. Uh... I've been listening to at old Podswoggle episodes. Thank goodness I saved some of those at S Allen underscore 87. Uh, the reason for that, because I saw uh, her power went out just a little bit before oh, that. Oh, perfect. Well, not perfect, yeah. but, you know, good, good, good that we're there for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's uh, that's the Twitter sphere. Rich has got two emails to read. Uh, also, shout to Stan the Dry Bear uh, for the um, then now buffering gif. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I skipped over that one. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right, couple emails here. Uh, John from Glasgow. Uh, pardon me, I had to burp. That's not the email. That's me. <laughs> oh, they know. <laughs> Hi guys, I started. I started a new job in a couple of weeks, uh, working in the fraud department of a major bank. 
a job which results me traveling roughly four hours a day. So what better time than to spend? What better time that? Fuck me, <laughs> I. It's on you. God damn it. So what better way to spend that time than listening to five of my favorite podcast personalities? Since I have already been keeping track of the 8-bit themes and facts about a special someone, uh, 8-bit themes and facts about a special someone, I thought I'd ask if there are any other things uh, you guys would like me to go back in the annals of Potswoggle history to document. I have a few ideas myself, but I thought I'd throw it over to you lot first for any specific requests. It's not like I don't have the time to spare. And sitting on the same bus for over an hour will be a little boring without something to pass the time. As always, keep up the good stuff. And I hope Mullet remember to go see Dr. Lopez. I'm seeing him tomorrow. <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, yeah, first of all, you're a crazy person. And, the, <laughs> and we love you for it. In the best possible In way. In the best possible way. Uh, I do have things. Um, if you can go back and do a full tally of Week of the Weeks. And also an episode – this is so mean, but he volunteered. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I – my spreadsheet that I keep this information on uh, is kind of a little wonky. So week of the week tally uh, and a tally for episodes where Vince Russo, Ricky Morton, Summer Rae, where those characters appear just for future compilation purposes would be awesome. I originally was going to ask you to go back and literally tile up McLaughlin Report and Mama's Family references, but that's just fucking uh, – that's just like the cruelest fucking thing ever. Uh, but that that would be great if you could do that. Uh, thank you, John. The next email is uh, from a uh, fan of the show, Tyler Barr. Yeah. Uh, entitled, thank you. Hey, guys, Tyler Barr, Bear, Barr for whatever Mullet wants to call me this week. Barr here. for work. <laughs> I'm glad you guys had a successful pod slam. Thank you. Uh, I'm hoping I can make it to the next to next year's. I've been listening to you guys now for about a year, and it seemed I caught up with every episode. Uh, I am lucky enough to have a job where they allow me to listen to my headphones, and I mostly listen to you guys. Thank you. Uh, I have you guys up so loud that my boss knows what I'm listening to you due to Mullet's laugh. Yeah, it happens. You guys are the podcast I listen to the most. My first episode I listened to was episode 100. I'll never forget Mullet's meltdown on 8-bit theme. None of us will. <laughs> there, I was hooked. You guys are my escape from reality here. You guys are the best podcast out there because you guys make me feel like I'm right there in the conversation. I yell out the answer for 8-bit theme when I hear <laughs> – and then when I hear wooden choke. Sorry, I had to kill a bug. Oh, no, I know what you're talking about, Mullet. Oh, shit, I never killed that other bug. <laughs> 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 oh, I forgot about it. Sorry. I yell out the answer for 8-bit theme when, uh, and then hear wooden choke on the answer. Uh, I hope everyone's doing that. Uh, I was very disappointed that I couldn't be at uh, the Pod Slam live, and you guys giving me a shout-out there was truly the best thing uh, that happened to me this year so far, and I appreciate the shout-out. Again, I thank you guys for the year of entertainment for me, and I cannot wait for many more years of entertainment from you guys. Oh, and uh, Mullet? Scott Steiner, and when it's done, done, you're gonna be laughing out of your fat asses! 
Uh, give me three facts about Scott Steiner. Oh, I fucking forgot about this part. Scott Steiner eats cottage cheese for breakfast, lunch, and dinner on every Thursday. He loves the fact that Tracy Smothers wrestled a couple times and his <laughs> feet smell like feet. Botch my name, will you? <laughs> anyway, thanks, guys. Love you. Never stop. Tyler Barr. Pronounced Barr. Um, also, Tyler, because... Uh, you may or may not know, uh, Tyler uh, volunteered to help out with Pod Slam and then got held up at work. Uh, but if you uh, shoot me a DM on Twitter, um, there was something that the rest of the volunteers got that I've been uh, saving for you. So shoot me uh, a DM with your address and I'll uh, send that on over to you. Thanks. Thank you, Tyler Pub. Um <laughs> I'm just digging, digging myself further. I can use that drop some more. That's great. Now it's three facts about Garrett Bischoff from Podswoggles. Garrett Bischoff expert, Tope. Like the other one. Hey, Tope, give me three facts. About he eats corn on the beat cob. His polo is as polio, and he uses soda pop as his uncle. Man, I'm so glad I don't have one of those. <laughs> I know it would kill you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's fine. You get it once a year with uh, the Lethal Lottery. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. So, alrighty. Thank you guys for listening to Podswoggle. We're going to get out of here. Podswoggle.com for this podcast and the other podcasts in the Swoggle <laughs> Network. That includes currently on hiatus, picked up, The Blank Slate with new episodes hopefully coming up very, very soon, and Married with Movies, two episodes every single week. Check all those out on iTunes. Check all those out on Stitcher Radio. Let us know what you think by leaving us a review either via uh, Twitter at Podswoggle on Twitter. On our email, like you heard just a minute ago, podswoggle.gmail.com, or on actual Stitcher and iTunes. Helps us out a lot there. Check it out. Check us out on all social media, at Podswoggle on Twitter, like I just said, but also YouTube, Instagram, uh, what's the other one? Facebook. That's that's a thing. Um, oh, there's a Facebook message. Oh, there is. Yes, I forgot about that. So, yeah, that is uh, it. Thank you guys so much. we got a lot of exciting things over the coming weeks. Next week, a great game-based podcast with uh, the three of us and also uh, Andrew Zengri from the WAC podcast will be on that show. Then we got hopefully some uh, great mystery shows from whatever happens from the weekend of the Widden in the Stars wedding. Uh, then we'll have SummerSlam Pick'ems. Those are always fun. And then episode 250, the sixth, fuck, the sixth annual Swaggle Squad draft. Probably the last one ever. Because Rich and I are going to be really mean. And Tope is going to take, like, Tope's so out of loop, he's going to take fucking John Morrison, like, the third round. Oh, that's not and a... he'll be a star for me. That's not a bad look, actually. Fuck, I did it again. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, let me go here. Rich, while I'm pulling this up, any last thoughts? It's a good time. It's a great time to be... A wrestling fan. Yes, it is. What about uh, what about the time to be a GFW fan? It's a dumb time. 
to be a JFW fan because why would you do that? Why would you? Why? 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 There's there's everything else. There's all the stuff. There's eight. I can legitimately rattle off eight better alternatives than GFW. Rich, give me say things that are better than being a GFW fan. Uh, being a WWE fan, being an NXT fan, being a, a fucking Evolve fan, uh, being a Tar fan, being a PWG fan, being a Lucha Underground fan, being a New Japan wrestling fan, uh, and being a DGUSA fan, I guess, if you want to do that, being a Noah fan, fuck it. <laughs> and you stuck it in my ass real slow. like <laughs> uh, Very good. Uh, the- That's wrestling things. There's other stuff you could occupy your time with. One of which is not True Detective, which has sucked this year. Oh, I, that's on my list. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't like you don't like verbose Vince Vaughn monologues? Those are great. No, man, I'm all about that one face Taylor Kitsch can make. Yeah, but how about how about Kelly Riley looking like Chris Jericho's double at the Madame Tussauds wax statue, but with eyebrows and red hair and tits? <laughs> Uh, the, the Facebook message we got was from Harjiv Singh. Uh, so, guys, I was listening to some old episodes from 2011. You guys fucking predicted New Day in 2011. You guys suggested Kofi as a happy-go-lucky heel that was super happy to be there, and the crowd just said, fuck you. I was like, what the fuck? The Swoggle Squad predicted this shit. Yeah. That's uh, that's what we do. Episode pod, pod Swoggle number, oh, Roman numerals, shit. Uh, 46? <laughs> Uh, the Fat and the Furious. So go to podswallow.com and uh, check out that podcast if you want to hear us be uh, all Nostradamus and such. Tope, final thoughts. Apologies to Sasha Banks. That was... <laughs> I went way too far on that one. I'm so sorry. You're crazy for this one, Rick. <laughs> Let's just forget it happened. Let's just. Can you just edit it? Just all out of the show. What 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 am I even talking about? Because you edited it out, so we're fine. I'm actually, right? I'm actually gonna put break stuff underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to do that through the space jam thing. I'm gonna start putting beds of shit under everything, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, that's it. Sincere apologies to Sasha Banks. Well, in that case, bullshit boyfriend. <laughs> uh, he's. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Edit that out, shit. Yeah, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> God damn. I just know what I was expecting, you know? It wasn't what you said, it was really the tone. <laughs> I didn't know that there's anything wrong with that. Because I tell me laugh, I almost feel obligated to keep it in. Good. I'll, I'll bleep it. Just, Everyone knows. I'll believe it. Then people will get confused and they think I'm talking about <laughs> like I was with Zangri on the Whack podcast. But Sasha Bank doesn't fuck. <laughs> she fucks. <laughs> and that's just bleepy, bleepy, bleep, bleep. <laughs> for Rich, for Tope, and for my condo that I'm going to rent in hell. This is Molly. It's Honey Out for Podswoggle. Wrestling Podcast for Entertainment. We'll catch you next time. No! Swogging off! Fucking fucker. <laughs> See you at the matches. <laughs> I'm Gordon Soley. That's not Gordon Soley. That's, that's, who's that? That's Casey Kasem for Championship <laughs> Wrestling from Florida. I'm Gordon Soley. <laughs>
This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.